0: You're listening to the Virtual World Society Nextstent Podcast. For this episode, we invited Dr. Tom Furness, founder of the Virtual World Society, and Dr. Angelina Dayton, executive director of the Virtual World Society. To get involved with our organization, head over to virtualworldsociety.org. What is going on, everybody? It is Maxwell with the Virtual World Society in Podcast. Very excited to be here today with some people who are near and dear to my heart, near and dear to many hearts in the virtual world, uh, in the virtual reality world, and also very near and dear to people outside of the virtual reality worlds. I'm going to be honest. My girlfriend has no idea what I do for a living. But I want to say I just I always love having you guys on Dr. Tom Furness, founder of the Virtual World Society and Dr. Angelina Dayton, the executive director of the Virtual World Society. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, for giving me this opportunity. And it is always lovely to chat with you both.
1: Same here, Maxwell, Uh, you're you're the greatest. And we're so grateful to you for hosting these podcasts from the Virtual World Society. And it's certainly a meaningful outlet for our message and our mission to lift humanity.
2: And thank you. Thank you, Max. What we've found, at least since I've been executive director, is most people find out about us through your podcast. So we're really Mm -hmm. grateful for you spreading the word about the work that we do.
0: Well, I'm happy to do it. It's mostly because I go to bars pretty much every single night and I tell every (laughs) single person at the bar about Mm -hmm. the Virtual World Society podcast. So I think the advertising is working honestly, you know, or people are very annoyed by me either either way. Well, seriously, it's an honor to know you both and it's also an honor to be part of the virtual world society because the message that it sends across, I think is always put best by by Tom. And this message of a better humanity because of technology or 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 caused by technology or helped along by technology Tom, when you were first founded the virtual world society, the message that you had in mind that you communicate to a lot of us now, was it the same message or has it changed a little bit over time?
1: Oh, I think it's uh, certainly uh, we try to keep with the times, but the the bottom line is that what we're trying to do is bring the best out of people. I mean, uh, uh and and we celebrate humanity. We celebrate each other because each of us has, uh, has a, an amazing um, hour to, uh, to lift. And, and uh, our object is to try to link minds and hearts together to solve these pervasive problems we have in the world and, and to create a better reality for everyone. And you know, we're not, uh, we, yes, somewhat we're intoxicated by the technology, I'll have to admit that. Um, but at the same time, it, let's face it, it's just a tool. It's a tool for us to be better. And let's face it, we have enormous tools that are emerging, not only with XR and VR and AR and and mixed reality, but also the whole spatial web we're talking about. Uh, we all in, uh, draw a circle around this and call it the metaverse. And then we have AI showing up. That's the big elephant in the room right now. And uh, cryptocurrency. And uh, it's, it's sort of like um, a smorgasbord. And so, what we have to decide, I think, is just how much can our stomachs hold. <laughs> we have to plan how we're going to eat at this table, and uh, how we're going to put the combinations together. And so, it's it in a way, it's the best of times, and in a way, it's the worst of times. Because look what's happening with uh, with our world, with the with the climate uh, issues that we have, and with war, and with with um, uh, partisanism, and and all this. Going on, and, and I'm I'm concerned about even the kids themselves are talking about their own mental health. When do you ever hear young people talk about their mental health? And so we have these uh, dynamics going on at the time, and I can't think think of a better time for us to together gather to discuss these these things and come up with a a strategy and a plan and to slow down a little bit and let's think through this. Because, you know, tomorrow is going to be another set of stuff. And then after that is another set of stuff. So what's really going to keep it all together, I believe, are our hearts and knitting our hearts together into this tapestry that we want to to see as we go into the future. What do you think, Angelina?
2: (laughs) How am I supposed to follow that, Tom? (laughs) (laughs) I concur. I concur. It is. It is all about the. I say I study human computer interaction with a very large emphasis on the human part. Right. That's, Amen.
1: It really yeah. is about
2: the people. And Tom Tom's known as the grandfather of VR, but he, he, he would tell you he's technology agnostic because it's not really about the technology. It's not about the technology. It's about the people. They say, oh, VR is amazing. Oh, AI is amazing. Well, you know people are amazing they're the ones using the tools like tom said
0: yeah it, people are behind technology that's that's what it is mm-hmm. you know yeah
2: yeah
0: so so as somebody who is so influential in this community tom you you talked about you you mentioned some things that i'm a big fan of and that i love talking about cryptocurrency ai we have augmented reality we have virtual reality we we have all these different realities and worlds and in technological intelligence kind of coming together and now we're going to be all discussing it and enjoying it together at awe having some laughs and also exploring this technology as it's changed over the years since you had first created this uh, a really amazing innovative cockpit and as it's changed over the years do you think that as it evolves it starts to bring even more people together because it it's Technology at one point kind of felt like computers felt like, oh, whoa, that's, you know, I wouldn't touch a computer in a million years. Now you have people in their 80s and 90s who who can fully build a PC by learning to do it online. Do you think as the technology evolves, it is actually helping humanity because it is essentially saying more people can be involved in this?
1: Oh, yes, I, uh, I agree with that. If anything what uh, the spatial web, virtual reality XR, all of this is about connecting minds. It's basically a transportation system for our senses and lets us to connect our minds and hearts together in, in an unprecedented way because we can go places. We can be in these places. We can be with each other in these places, and we can exchange not only uh, our bits of information we we really do uh, exchange our hearts I mean more and more um, we're realizing that this is really a whole new medium a medium that uh, allows us to have greater bandwidth between hearts than we ever had any other way but it doesn't replace the other I mean it's not it's not like we're going to do away with with film are we going to do away with television are we going to do with the radio or the telephone or anything like that it is just another level that lets us bring together um, sort of all of these different communications in, in the one and to do it in a way that uh with the interconnectedness stuff that we have in the world wide web um, that we can be anywhere at any time and and um and the greatest part of this, as Angelina said, is really the human side of it, because now all those minds out there and the diversity really expands our comprehension. I feel I feel that you know, as as long as we're just um, just reflecting on our own perspective, we can't grow anymore. I mean, it's like the the six blind uh, blindfolded uh, people around the elephant. You know, we each have a different perspective based upon our limited touch of what this elephant is all about and trying to relate to each other. But what this new technology lets us do is take off the blindfold and to see the whole and see what other people, uh, what perspectives they have of looking at this elephant. And that way we grow. We comprehend more. It lifts us, not only from a, a... Intellect standpoint, but from our hearts, they help us to see the, the challenges and the backgrounds that other people in the world are are building upon and uh, creating the empathy from that. And can't we all have to grow as a result of having that kind of um, um, portfolio of experiences. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Well, Tom, as always, your commentary is inspirational and it's very warm you know your perspective on this is really warm and i and i i really appreciate that just because there are certain naysayers of technology that will say you know oh it's evil or it's going in the wrong direction it's it's i was having a conversation with my girlfriend the other day about ai it's about the people you know she Mm -hmm. she had had actually said she had actually mentioned, you know, there's a fear of AI. And and I, I think it's valid because there are people behind it that that might not necessarily have the best intentions. But I love to hear you speak and to give this commentary because you have such a positive view. But I think that there's also a lot of truth to it. I think that there is more empathy in the world than a lot of us realize and somebody who is truly empathetic, the VR lady who is known as the VR lady, Dr. Dayton, you know, it's really wonderful to see you involved with the Virtual World Society, especially in this new role as executive director and Tom, Angelina, how did this how did this come about as far as uh, as as far as you becoming the executive director of the Virtual World Society?
2: Well, well, I, I would can... like to say first we met in VR.
1: That's right. Tom and we I did met for did. the first we time in VR, indeed. and I'll
2: let you tell the story, Tom. But it all began when we met in VR, and then I'll let Tom finish the story. And I think that that's the coolest part of our relationship. Tom was the it first is. time. It was the first time we met because it was like I was really meeting you, and we even gave each other virtual hugs. We did. So it was, it was did. awesome from the beginning. So you can you can answer the question, but I wanted to make it public record that. Tom and I actually, it was a year or so before we met in public. I mean, in, in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, but she's just on, as wonderful. She's just as wonderful <laughs> in, in person as she is in a, her, her virtual uh, a representation. But Angeline is right. I mean, we were, and uh, uh, she was heavily involved in uh, educators in VR and this uh, original summit that happened in 2019.
2: Nineteen, 19 20, was it? 19? Yeah,
1: somewhere like that. It's just before the, the lockdown with COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, and so there was this amazing event that happened called uh, the the Ver- educators in, in VR summit, and there's a little history behind that too that is sort of amazing because I was contacted by educators in VR, um, uh, mainly uh, Daniel Drosky, Brian, and and uh, uh, Laurel Van Fossen. About this little event they wanted to do, and they they we, they, they just wanted to bring together a few people, uh, maybe some speakers, maybe have uh, fifteen speakers and over a you know a day event kind of thing. And and uh, they said, "What do you think about that?" And I said, "Wow, that, that sounds good." And we would do it in VR, by the way. We'd walk the talk. And I said, "Well, that's even better, you know, to to actually use the technology for for uh, exploring how we can use the technology." So, um, as it turns out, uh, they asked me, uh, uh, oh, well, do you have a people uh, you can suggest to be speakers for this? And I did. I gave them a, a short list of folks I thought would would be interested. And uh, then they went off. And they came back to me and said, well, uh, actually, it's grown a little bit. It's not going to be a one-day event with 15 speakers. It's actually going to be like 150 speakers. <laughs> And it's going to be four days, twenty-four hours a day. I said, "What?" Said, "Yeah. I mean, we sent out the the notice, and it's unbelievable. And every continent was represented, including Antarctica. At this, thousands of people I never would have met. And they had asked me to give the sort of the keynote address of this, and I I did. And and the technology at that time, with uh, using and uh, the platform we're using, all space VR, but a little clunky." But we made it work. They made it work. And after I gave my talk, this person comes up on the stage and introduces herself (laughs) as the VR lady and uh, Dr. Angelina Dayton. And I'm thinking, really? (laughs) And this little short avatar was uh, 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 I was interacting with, and she was awesome. I never would have met her. Probably, otherwise. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it was and all the other people that we met at the same time. So that was the first time. And then she invited me as part of some of the programs she was doing as part of educators in VR, especially students in VR. And I love students and I love the kids and just love being with them. And she was orchestrating all of that. And then she became involved in the Virtual World Society. Uh, Then the planets got aligned bang and um uh, it was time for angelina to step up to become the executive director of the works for world society now uh, she's if you look at her um profile her cv it's amazing i mean here's a person who not only has a phd in anthropology and in education uh, and having done all those things, but she's also in the Aspen Institute and probably the biggest qualification of all is she's a mother of seven kids. And how in the world she did all of this with seven kids at the same time. So this person has to really be organized to be able to pull this off. So she <laughs> She's qualified to be uh, an executive director. I mean, this is going to be small stuff compared to what she's been doing with uh, with her her family. So anyhow, it um it's clear that um we have a uh, a treasure uh that is uh, not only been in this society but now is taking on this role as executive director. And uh, all of us are thrilled about that and and um we uh, uh hope that she hangs around for quite a while and uh, that we give her lots of uh, support and and things like that and uh and then she bosses us around and tells us what to do. And so far, I'm, she's doing I'm a good nice job
2: of that. I, I'm nice about it. I'm nice, nice about, about it. it. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fun about it. Thank you, Tom, for all those kind words. Yeah, that first conversation was really um, kind of like this conversation, Max. Mm-hmm. We were talking less about the technology and more about people. And that's really what we talked about. We talked about how this can change the world by by you know the work that we do um that touches people's hearts and and brings people that are good to the forefront and you know gives passes the microphone to people who are who are otherwise excluded from conversations mm-hmm. and and how do we you know magnify their people's empathies and their and thereby magnify their talents and their thereby you know make it possible for for good things to happen and we both had that same vision so it was it was like our visions were, you know, love at first sight. It was all like, mm-hmm. oh, yes, we're speaking the same language. How are we speaking the same language? And, and it was so great that he let me um, come on to the virtual world society. I guess it's been almost two years now uh, doing various things and directing research. And then, um, you know, then asking me to become the executive director and, and, you know, promising we're going to have a lot of fun together. And we have, And we have and we're going to have more fun together. And I got to meet you, Max, and it's been great. We have a fantastic team. Our board is amazing. Tom is amazing. Our staff is amazing. They all know about technology, but they're all amazingly wonderful people, too. And that's what I think really makes the difference, that they're brilliant and they're wonderful and they're good. And so we really Tom, make sure that we walk the talk when it comes to building humanity. Oh, And he's a great example. He's such a great example to me. Uh, some days we'll have a meeting and I just, I tell him how grateful I am that I feel like I leave a better person because I was able to spend this time working with him. So it's been wonderful. Just wonderful.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's really great to see so many amazing people working together within one organization. And I've had the pleasure of interviewing Uh, A couple of board members myself. I'm I'm hopeful that I'll get to interview everybody. Uh, Alvin Graylin is an example of somebody I've interviewed two times. I'm hopeful that at AWE, I'm going to get to interview him again on the floor, kind of live and in person. Because that'll mean that we've now done three completely different interviews, one over audio, one in virtual reality, and one in person. And I think that'll be really... That'll be really cool. So I'm actually going to tell I'm going to tell Alvin that um, that uh, if he if he if he allows me to we'll have three different types of interviews. But he's just an example of somebody on the board who's who's really wonderful and and awesome and so humble for being such a such a big deal like these people on the board are amazing and they're really influential in the industry and anybody who gets to go to AWE is going to be able to see them speak. Correct. They're going to be able to see a number of our board members and members of the virtual world society talk on, uh, on AI and the metaverse and virtual reality. And I'm sure a lot of people are excited about that. So what can we expect at AWE when it comes to the members of the virtual world society spreading the good word?
2: So the you'll if you watch our social media on LinkedIn and Twitter, you'll see us posting about some of our talks and they're all in Pacific time zone. And so um we have our own little talks on the side, but on the main stage, um, you'll see that Tom and Alvin are going to be giving a talk, um, moderated by Linda Ritchie, and she's also a board member. And that will be the summation of a very special. Um, get together and breakfast that we'll be having with the top leaders and thinkers in our field um that have to meet certain criteria like having a a good heart and a <laughs> and a and an optimistic spirit <laughs> where we're going to get together um and and discuss some of the 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 challenges but more of the opportunities um that that are are on the horizon and how the virtual world society can can support the industry in moving in that good direction and um and then tom and and alvin will be on the main stage to kind of deliver the the output from that meeting tom did you want to talk more about it also
1: no other than i'm just excited to be with these folks and um certainly um uh, they have a, a part of the puzzle that, that we don't have. And, and in a way we want to inform each other. We like to think of ourselves in a virtual world society as sort of a, sort of a heartbeat and, and sort of the spirit of what we're trying to accomplish in terms of the humanitarian applications of the technology. These people are industrial giants, and they are the ones that actually are creating the industry. And we're hoping that we can be part of the conscience of that. And, uh, that, and that we want to also get our marching orders from them. Uh, What is it that, that you are concerned about? What are the unknowns that you don't have? I mean, one of the things that um, important to us are homes and families. And, uh, what, how will technology be used in families in the future? Especially when we look at what's happening with education. Um, our education anymore is not about just going to school and it's not just uh, going to university in four years and you're done. It's a lifelong thing, and not only for the children and parents, but the grandparents. It's, it's really something that is a, a whole new landscape in terms of how we're going to learn by doing and by going places. It'd be experiential learning rather than just uh, traditional book learning and sitting in a classroom. We'll go places and do things and it begins at the home and because that's really where the human superpowers develop to begin with you know our whole superpower of imagination curiosity creativity and empathy love all those things that are human superpowers really have their birthplace in homes now there are there are different kinds of homes of course and uh, and that's um that's important for us to understand and appreciate but how do we build centers of learning in homes um, that are lifelong and where families learn together, family members learn together, whatever the nature of that, that family. And, and that we think uh, one of the focuses that we have of the Virtual World Society, we can bring to this larger industrial community because that's where the action really is gonna happen. Uh that, uh, let's face it, the our future is depending upon our children. And that is where the action is going to begin, that launching place. And these kids out there, they are really sort of uncertain about the future, you know, uh, with, with what's going on in the world. We have to give them a sense of hope. They need to be on fire to um, to understand that they educate themselves. You know, yes, there'll be mentors on the side, other people to help out along the journey. But really, education in the future is going to be self-directed to a great extent, based upon passions and those drives and things that, that kids like to do. And yes, they need to be exposed to other things. They have to learn the math, math tables. Uh I don't know, maybe they don't in a few, but but uh, <laughs> the times table. But the the idea is that it it's so exciting that we have the opportunity now, and the pressure, the need, the pull, to make these transformational uh, uh, ways, paradigm shifts, and the way we do things like education and the industry needs to be informed by that, and that the market ultimately, when you draw the connect all the dots, it's really going to go back to homes and to those kids. And uh, what 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 where they're gonna grow and how they're gonna grow.
2: And so, I'd like to give a shout out to a lot of our partners who yes. do this very well mm-hmm. already. You mm-hmm. know, so when you talk about educators in BR or Gatherverse or Media Combo or any of our any of the, the groups that we've worked with who have when you talk about the diversity of families and the diversity of people that we serve, each one of these organizations has really honed into their specialties in serving communities that are unique to them, Uh, the United Katua Band of Cherokee Indians that we work with and their communities here in eastern Oklahoma. They're very aware of their needs. They give the agency to the people that they work with and they help them create the solutions that they want in their communities using technology and understanding that what we're really doing is we're magnifying people right? Mm -hmm. We're not putting technology in a community. We're giving the tools to the people so that they can make their own decisions about their lives. And so um, we have great partners that on their own maybe could not get the ear of some of the people that will be at this uh, industry breakfast, but we listen and we provide feedback to them and we have a continual process improvement with the groups that we partner with. And then we take that information and we can be the voice for them at the table, um giving the information to the leaders in the industry about what is needed and help to guide again from a human perspective right not from a tech perspective not from but from from the hearts of people in their homes like tom says
0: well, the Virtual World Society has already made such a huge impact, and it continues to make that impact. So I'm very excited for this breakfast and for AWE so the Virtual World Society can spread their message even further to a lot of different individuals in the industry. And for people who might be listening who are getting involved with the industry or they're just interested in the technology, how can they help? Because I'm, I'm sure people are inspired by your message and really want to help out. How can people help do they go to the website do they reach out to us do they you know how how can people uh, assist in the virtual world society spread of its message and its impact
2: we'd always love new members and so if you mm-hmm. go to virtualworldsociety.org and you click on become a member membership is free and so we'd love for you to join us um, we'd love for you to watch some of the material that we have posted there. Like, I don't know if they know this, but Max McGee has the best podcast and they can listen to all of your episodes on our website. If you see something that interests you, if you like and share things on social media, then we're able to get our message out. And we really become a player in the field where people say, yes, they know what they're talking about. They're really reflecting the hearts of the people. We are the pulse of the people. And that helps out a lot. So, you know, like they say at the end of every YouTube video, don't forget to like and subscribe. You know, don't forget to retweet, um, repost. That always helps out. And, Tom, did you want to come up and say hi when you see us at AWE just Mm -hmm. because that makes our day? That's one way to help us. And, Tom, did you want to add something
1: well, in addition to the podcast, we have our monthly fireside fireside chats, and this is where um, we try to bring in our members and our uh, partners and people just that are amazing people to chat. And it's an it's it's really an informal thing. I mean, it's not like giving a talk. It's like um, uh, getting to know them and uh, what uh, what was like growing up and what uh, what were their hobbies and what do they see uh from, from their perspective uh of what's going on in the world it's really an amazing uh, event and they're they're free as well and we try to announce them uh all over our, our social media uh, coming up um, for example just uh uh, the, we've had uh, Alvin on uh, several times, Alvin Grayland, as we mentioned before, and and had uh, several other uh, uh, prominent inventors and and uh, uh, academics, and uh, as well as members and people who are students. And uh, one of our uh, our own uh, uh, winners of the Nextent Prize um, was uh, Ryland Daniels, is now a student at uh, University of Southern California, and he is uh, uh, what he has done in his youth Uh, we met him when he was i think about 14 or 15 and and now he's uh he's growing into a giant himself and and helping us in our project so this is an opportunity to sit in with others we're now on the engage platform and uh love to have you attend uh, those those meetings as well and uh, so we we are are hosting community events and and uh, opportunities to to hear we want to listen and uh, and understand different perspectives. One of our our uh, board members is Christopher Lafayette, and Christopher Lafayette is is uh, has started this the Gatherverse as a means of promoting dialogue. And this is not these aren't people that necessarily are are you know experts and and and. And anything, well, they are experts, but probably not in technology. And but talking about how they would use the technology, and with this idea that it's all about humanity, a humanitarian uses the technology to lift, to lift us as a civilization, and. Um, uh, we promote his activities as he looks to us, and and uh, and helping with uh, he's on the board, and and he he helps us with what we're trying to do. So it it all sort of works together uh, with these different perspectives. Another individual uh, that we have on the board is um, Marcus Shingles, and Marcus is uh, helping with the United Nations program, uh, where a competition where teams around the world of of young people as well as as uh, more adult people uh, are, um, are are working on solving the 17 Sustainable Development Goals of the United Nations, and we are helping with uh, that project. We 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 brought, brought together the judges for that that project, and uh, you'll be hearing more about that in the next few months uh, uh, from the United Nations. So these this we're trying to we're not we know that we can't do it all ourselves. And we don't want to do all ourselves. And that's Angelina's point about our partners. It's so important to, to help these uh partners as they help us to grow and uh and so that we all together as a one big family can can basically have an alliance for good. That uh, we take these these amazing tools and technologies and people and that we address these issues to um to solve the problems that um, we have out there and have fun in this process of doing it. I mean, VR is fun. Let's face it. I mean, (laughs) we must
2: have fun. We must have fun.
1: Well, as soon as I put my headset on, I, uh, I'm 80 years old now, but when I put the headset on, I go to maybe 12, 13, and it's so fun. And uh, I had no idea when I was inventing this stuff, uh, and fighter cockpits and things like that, that I would be wearing these headsets playing with uh, in these spaces where I'm uh, um, I'm making uh, uh, sending out plasma rays and drawing pictures and things like that with other people in this, this world, just having a blast. And you can always tell when a person puts a headset on and just look at their face, look at their smile when they put on the headset. It's. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. And, um, and so that's one of the nice things about this job is, is getting getting a chance to play with these neat things. But in the end, a thousand years from now, it going to matter what happens with VR. What's going to matter is what happens inside of us and what we're able to do and uh, growing not only our own understanding, but helping others to grow their understanding. The what the kind of illustration I, I use for this, and I keep coming back to this, is that um, each of us have an instrument to play and we can get to be really good playing our instrument. It could be a trumpet, saxophone, violin, whatever the instrument is. And uh, we enjoy that. And we have talent, we develop our talent, but we're limited if we're just soloists. But when we're able to get together, then we become a symphony, a symphony of fire. And that's what we want to do is uh, people, maybe there are some people that don't have an instrument to play or they don't realize they have the skill they have. Part of our job is to help them learn that instrument, find their instrument, and then grow in using it, so they become part of the orchestra. Now, uh, I play my instrument the best I can in this orchestra, but now we're all greater than the sum of the parts. We become larger because we're participating in this grand symphony in the sky, and that's where we need to be lifting people up so they can be members of the orchestra, and now, part of this roundtable is to really talk about what is the score we're going to be playing. And uh, and because there will be a competition, and the, and the compositions will be formed by the orchestra itself. But we want to bring in these thought leaders along with ourselves to, okay, let's start with at least a few Um scores that we can play together and then in the process invite others in because they will appreciate the music and they'll be wanting to be a part of it.
0: Anybody listening is more than welcome to join us so we can all create an orchestra together. (laughs) And that's what I want people to take away from this is please. We need more instruments. We welcome more interest instruments. We want more instruments So I will say, doctor and doctor, I like saying that, Uh, (laughs) thank you so much for your words of inspiration, for your empathy, and for keeping this machine going further and faster and helping to create to be more powerful. And people should join us at AWE, online, in person. People should join us because... It's just like Tom said, we need more instruments to create this symphony. So thank you both for coming on the show. Thank you for everything that you do. And I'm gonna see you guys at AWE. Amen. Thanks, Max. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for listening Take to care. the Next in podcast. You can listen to us every <laughs> week. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time.